Good morning. My name is Deacon Augustine Reimers, and I was just ordained two weeks ago, so I'm still a newly minted deacon, but I was assigned to be here with you for this whole summer at North American Martyrs, and I'm super filled with joy and just very excited to be here. Uh, I grew up in Seward, Nebraska, not too far away from here. I'm the third of five children, so I'm the forgotten middle child, uh, but I grew up in a very Catholic family, and so I always knew that the priesthood was a possibility, and even from a young age, I was very uh, attracted to the idea of being a priest. But as I got older, I started to kind of plan out my life uh, on my own, and I didn't really ask God what he wanted of me until uh, I had an encounter with my science teacher one day towards the end of my junior year of high school. Uh, she asked me if she could talk to me after class, and so I said, okay. You know, you don't say no to your teachers. And what she told me was that the night before, she had a dream about me, and I started to wish that I had said no. <laughs> but uh, she kept talking, and she said that she wasn't really sure what the dream meant, and so she was praying about it. And she felt like our Lord was asking her to tell me that he was calling me to shepherd his flock. And immediately I knew that that was God asking me to at least give the seminary a chance and to discern a vocation to the priesthood. And I wasn't ready to say yes at the time, but after uh, a year of discerning uh, and meeting with a priest, Father Ben Holdren, if anyone knows him, uh, I decided that, that God was calling me to the seminary, and I decided to say yes. And so at the end of my senior year of high school in the spring of 2016 is when I made that decision, and then I entered the seminary in the fall. And so I did four years of college seminary at St. Gregory the Great out in Seward, which was nice. It was like five minutes from my parents' house. And then for the past three years, I've been at St. Charles Borromeo Seminary in Philadelphia, which is not five minutes from my parents' house. But it's been a tremendous blessing. Um, and one of the things that really uh, helped me to uh, desire the priesthood when I was continuing, continuing my discernment was the, the thought that as a priest, you have a very special opportunity to impact people's lives and to save their souls. I was very drawn to the idea of the salvation of souls, and that was something that I really wanted to commit my life to. And so um, one of the things I'm most excited about being a deacon is that as a deacon, I will be able to baptize people, literally pouring eternal life into their souls. And so um, I'm very, very much looking forward to that, and I even have my first baptism today after the 11 mass, or 11 a.m. mass. So I'm very excited for that. Now onto the homily. Imagine that you're going on a multi-day journey, a walk, or a hike of some sort. One of the most important things that you have to plan for is your food. What kind of food are you going to bring? Most of us, except for maybe some of the kids in here aren't going to bring a bunch of chips and candy because it's not going to give us the energy or the sustenance that we need in order to complete our journey. We're probably going to bring food that's packed with protein and carbohydrates. Um, probably all of it's going to be gluten-free, but we need something that's going to give us the energy and the sustenance that we need in order to complete that journey. We'll get this. Whether we realize it or not, we are on a journey a pilgrimage, just like the Israelites in the first reading. And just like the Israelites, God has given us the perfect food for our journey. The Israelites' pilgrimage began when they were leaving Egypt, the place of slavery, and their destination was the promised land, the land that God had given them to call their home. 
They had to travel through that vast and terrible desert that we heard about, which was full of difficulties. And probably the biggest difficulty came when they ran out of food. So God gave them manna, bread from heaven, to satisfy their hunger and to give them the strength to continue and complete their pilgrimage to the promised land. As I mentioned before, we are also on a pilgrimage, but our pilgrimage is not from one place to another. No, our pilgrimage is from one life to another. Our entire life on this earth is a pilgrimage because this earth is not our true home. Our true home is in heaven where we'll have eternal life. But God knows that we can't get there unless we have the food that will help us. And so he feeds us with the bread from heaven. Now this bread is not the ordinary bread that he gave the Israelites, even though there's nothing ordinary about bread coming from the sky. No, this bread is the flesh and blood of his son, Jesus. And this is the food that we need to eat if we want to have eternal life. In the gospel today, Jesus tells us that his flesh is true food and his blood is true drink. It is true food. It will actually provide us with everything that we need on our journey to heaven. But how can this be? How does the Eucharist give us eternal life? Again, Jesus gives us the answer. He says, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has, oh, remains in me and I in him. And he also says, the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. When we receive the Eucharist, Jesus lives in us and we are filled with his life, divine life. How incredible is that? God lives in us. Most of the time when we eat food, that food, we take it into our mouths and we eat it and it becomes a part of our bodies. But when we eat the Eucharist, when we receive the body and blood of Christ, we become a part of the body of Christ. Jesus lives in us and he doesn't just disappear. Even after we eat the Eucharist, he remains present and active in our souls, but we won't be aware of it unless we spend time with him in prayer. And that's one of the reasons why it's so important to spend time after Mass making a prayer of thanksgiving so that we can recognize the presence of Christ living in our souls. Today, on the Feast of Corpus Christi, we celebrate the presence of our Lord in the Eucharist, the true bread from heaven. One of the things that we're doing after the 930 Mass is we're having a Eucharistic procession. The reason that we have processions is to remind us that we are on a pilgrimage in this life. We are processing from one life to the next. Even our procession in and out of Mass is supposed to remind us of that. However, during our Eucharistic procession today, we will enthrone our Lord in the monstrance like a king and bring him on the procession with us to remind us that he is always with us in every step of our journey throughout this life. I highly encourage you to come back after the 930 Mass to join us in this beautiful procession, but that's for a little bit later. Right now, in a few moments, you will receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, who is God. As you process forward to receive him, recognize how Jesus is alive in the Eucharist. Feel his presence in your soul after you receive him and ask him to strengthen you on this journey to eternal life.